Yes, people, welcome to another episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. And, um, right, one thing I do not understand is a lot of this coronavirus shit, right? Because we, we have these outbreaks happening and, like, Cases popping up all over the place But One thing that always just seems weird is Why the fuck Are people So Dumb But you, you Look if you go, if you if you've been on holiday to China, right? You have to think. Okay, there's there's this thing going around. Maybe I was infected, right? So let me give someone a call and and, and get this checked out. But you have people then getting the bus to the hospital or you know taking an Uber and things like that and it's just like you're a bit of a selfish asshole, right? Because you don't give a fuck about you potentially giving this shit to anyone else. You know, it just seems Crazy Like you have people on on the cruise ships Who are complaining Going oh we should be allowed home And be like don't be dicks It's a two week quarantine Shut the fuck up Do your time And then go home Like what, Why are you complaining I mean, like anyone that complains Anyone that acts like an asshole, Like like Find them. Find them. You know, because you, you, you want to spread this shit? That's how things become pandemics. Because people are assholes and don't want to take any sort of responsibility. Yeah. So, I mean, find them or shoot them. I don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? Just like. Give people the option And I'm, I'm sure they will take the first one It's like Yeah Grown people it, It's not really too problematic to But it's old people and l- little kids That are the ones really <laughs> Taking the brunt of things I mean granted Both are either at the very end Or, or beginning So yeah, Who really cares They ain't really contributed or they're gonna stop contributing very shortly. So hey, where's what it is, right? But yeah, it, it, it's kind of baffling how ridiculous people are around this. You know, just not caring about the the larger impact and what it can cause. It, it does make you doubt uh, society at times. But you know, unfortunately. Assholes are in the world, so what are you gonna do, right? But um, yeah, let's uh, let's look at some other crazy bullshit that's been happening. Um, yeah, fine, let's do that. <laughs> 
I really, uh, man, I think modern journalism is a bit of a joke, right? So there's a lot of talk at the moment around Caroline Flack, um, who died over the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's been reported that she hung herself, right? And so (laughs) today, supposedly, her family published a unpublished Instagram post. And, like, so, so, and everyone's saying a powerful Instagram post. And the, and the message is, whole world and future was swept from under my feet. That's it. And it's just like, wait, why the fuck is that powerful? Why, like, why is that powerful? And also, this is the thing, how do we even know she actually wrote that? You know what I mean? It, it, it's just very odd. Very odd. I, and I think the the crazy thing is everyone's kind of like pointing the finger going, oh, it's because she was arrested for um, assault on her boyfriend at the end of last year, right? And when you look at the whole situation... It's just like, if it was reversed, right? So if it was a guy who was suspected of beating up his girlfriend and they were released and told that they can't contact their spouse, their partner, whatever, until, you know, it's been resolved in court. Everyone would be fine with that. As it was the other way around, supposedly it's unfair and it's terrible and it's just, it's a bit like, it's so weird. I, I find the situation weird because, right, and he didn't want to press charges, supposedly, right? But how many times have we seen someone get beat up and then go, oh, oh no, 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 it didn't actually happen. I don't want to press chances. Press charges When Chris Brown beat the fuck out of Rihanna She didn't press charges against him But Everyone knows He beat the fuck out of her You know It's a a weird thing Right It's a very weird thing Now You can can say Oh But Can a girl beat up a guy you know what I mean? What's the damage that can be done? You know, like, look at her and look at him. Oh, she's so much smaller. She's not going to be able to beat him up. But then, how many times has the girlfriend then killed the guy? Like, shot him or stabbed him? Uh, you know what I mean? There's just, like, just because it looks one way doesn't mean it, 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 it it's something crazy. Right, and I I think it was a fair situation. There was, a fight was reported, police split it up. It's going to court, like, and it was ne- it's next month. It was going to court, like, and next month is March, which is like a week away. 
You know, so it's not like this huge amount of time or anything like that. So it's hard to really say that that whole situation was terrible. Like some fucking idiot sent me a um a change.org petition to you know, to to get the government to change policies around me. And it's just like, listen, there has been Far more egregious situations And no one gave a fuck So why is it now suddenly People want to care About media intrusion And other things like that It's like get the fuck out of here I ain't signing shit You know what I mean Look it is what it is You know um, I don't believe this was her Supposed unpublished Instagram message and even if it was, I don't think it's powerful. It's just words. It's words that were said. Now, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's it's always a shame when someone kills themselves. But do I really care? No, no, I don't. So, hopefully, we're gonna just stop hearing about all of this because it's very tiresome. Very tiresome indeed, you know? Just, ugh. Man, in a crazy situation that I think will have so many ramifications. Like, the Boy Scouts of America is filing for bankruptcy. Which is... Pretty big Now initially I wondered When I saw the headline you know, I just wondered is it because Of um, Just Young people not wanting To join I mean like the membership although it's around 2.4 million That's Over half of what It used to be So it, yeah I was thinking Oh maybe it's that Lack of interest But no Definitely not that It's um Pedophilia Yeah Which Not that surprising To be honest Right Not that surprising But um Yeah loads of people Like over 2,000 Um Complaints have come full f- forward about uh, paedophilia. There's supposedly at least one in every state in America, which, again, not that surprising from an organization that is so vast. But I think what is kind of shocking is the fact that, um, you know, like supposedly uh like in 2012 um there were like 20,000 documents were found that had been concealed by um the scouts and it Named more than a thousand volunteers Who um, they were keeping an eye on They were keeping an eye on But 
hadn't reported to parents or authorities. Which is insane, right? It's it's crazy. It is such a it's a, it's a difficult thing to come back from, you know. The fact that they're hiding these predators, um, and it you know in twenty ten, a court found them liable for eighteen point five million dollars. So that was then. So how much? Are they going to be hit with this time out? Right? That's the big thing. But I think what's even bigger, right? So if they, like, just say the scouts get brought down by this. I think if that happened, it might give people more confidence to like go after the Catholic Church Because I, and, and I think this is I don't believe this Right So um, a, a lawyer Said that um, Oh where's the quote Let me just Check something Right, yeah, a lawyer said that, um, yeah, the scouts had the largest paedophile ring on earth, which I don't know. Like, I, I think, yeah, it's definitely big, but, you know, I think the church for sure has the largest paedophilia ring um, on earth. And... You know, where where the scouts have been, you know, they found to be concealing all these documents, like hiding the names of all of these scout leaders who have been found to uh, be inappropriate in some form or way. Right, we know for a fact that the church has done the same and more. You know what I mean? Like they've done, a, like they've found people to have um, committed horrendous crimes in one place, and then they've kept it quiet and moved them somewhere else without informing anyone of what's gone down. So we know that has happened. There's documentation. There's clear evidence of all of this. For some odd reason, I mean, we know the church has got deep pockets, right? And so we know that this stuff has been covered up and and hidden. But, as I said, if the scouts can be brought low, an organisation that dates back to, well, I think it's like, the, the the beginning of the century of the century uh, 1900s or I, I don't know um but anyway yes it's old it's freaking old right now like obviously the church is even older but 
if the scouts can crumble on something like this, you gotta feel people are gonna go, who next? Right? If we can get them, then surely we can get those other predators. You know, so yeah, I think people are definitely going to be keeping their eyes on this And the church for sure Definitely the church for sure Because yeah, they've got, they've got those deep pockets and, we, and look, they hide a lot of shit in Vatican City But maybe this will just prompt people to go fuck it And just go get these motherfuckers now that's what's interesting Because yeah Fuck it man Stop these little Nasty pieces of shit From hiding You know bring them all down That's what I say Bring them all down Right So Something happened at the Fashion Institute of Technology, right? They were holding a a fashion show. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it was, uh, yeah, some sort of um, fashion show for, you know, design students' work. And as part of the show, models were asked to wear... Um, these uh, oversized prosthetic ears, oversized lips, and bushy eyebrows, which, yeah, I do, I, you know, no clue why, right, but, um, a, one of the models, you know, she she was you know she said that she felt uncomfortable wearing these you know and um <laughs> she was told oh it's fine to feel uncomfortable for 45 seconds which i think with certain situations that's fine to say right so if you were like um I don't know, do it going for like a swim or something like that and yeah, you, you don't swim much and you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit uh, apprehensive and it's like, look, in you know, jump in and then you'll be fine, right? That's fine, right? But with something like this, it's kind of crazy, right? And now it's said that the, you know, there was no intention for any, like, huge statement on race. That wasn't the, um, the you know, the aim of this show. Uh, but, it, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. Like, the president of the um, institute... You know, yeah, he, he put out a statement and it says, like, it does not appear that the original intent of the design, the use of the accessories or the creative direction of the show was to make a statement about race. However, it is now glaringly obvious that 
that has been the outcome for for that we apologize to those who participated in the show to the students and to anybody who has been offended by what they saw um yeah it's is kind of crazy now um the 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 chair <laughs> he put out a statement as well so like this guy Jonathan Kyle Farmer right so he's the yeah the the chair of modern fine arts fashion design um course that ran the show and he said i i deeply apologize for any harm and pain i've caused to those involved with the show uh, I take full responsibility and am committed to learning from this situation and taking steps to do better, which I kind of think is a little bullshit because you there's no way you can't know. Right? There's there's no way to, to giving a black model like Oversized black lips Like you, well, you don't think that's some Some crazy ass shit It's a weird thing And and you And it's not like Racism doesn't exist And you know it, It's been so far removed from Racial incidents that it's just like Oh I, I didn't even think Like oh how could that Oh that's so strange but yeah Look, now I understand I'm going to make sure I don't make this mistake again Oh, come on, man You know And and there's been so many things recently Right? There's been so many things that That have happened That it's all a bit like Yeah It's not It's not a good look you know, like Gucci had their weird jumper that they put out that kind of was like blackface. You know, it was just a, a weird, a weird ass design for a jumper. You know, it's just like, why would you do that? <laughs> and, and that was just a few weeks back, right? So there was that. There, there's so many instances of, of these things. So you can't do certain things and then cl- claim that, oh, I wasn't aware. Because, like, because even if you're, like, white and you've been brought up in... A a very um, Undiverse Place This shit's Covered on TV And music Like it You can't Not Know Now You can Not care But that's Very different from Not knowing So uh, Yeah I, I just call bullshit on anything like this when someone's just like, oh yeah, I I didn't realize. I'd respect someone to going, ah, you know what? I thought it'd be fine. 
You know, we, we see certain things and we hear certain language and I just thought, hey, doing this, it'll be fine. Um, because, yeah, it was just my, it was my take on blah, blah, blah. If you said something like that, I'd be like, all right, fine. You know, I might not agree, but I respect the fact that you're not trying to fucking bullshit and, you know, lie your way out of this. But, yeah, it's very odd. Very odd. And, and this is the thing as well. I, I'm not even saying my man should get the sack or anything like that. I just think he's a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think he's a moron. So, uh, yeah. This is like, come on, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can do better than this. Because this is just straight up bullshit. Right? But fuck it. Whatever. Um, yeah. Like, things ain't changing. So, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. But let's get into um, some TV shit. So I was there's a um there was a play showing um at the National Theatre like it was I think it was out Almeida Almeida Theatre earlier uh it's called Free Sisters and I really wanted to see it but it was I didn't think there was going to be time but managed to get tickets uh and really good really enjoyed it so it's an adaptation. Of the Anton Chekhov play, you know, um, which was written in 1900, which is kind of crazy, you know. Um, I also saw, like, I hadn't hadn't realised this, but um, yeah, he also wrote the Cherry Orchard, uh, which I saw a few years back. Now, um, yeah, and that was also uh, just very good. You know, but um, this new adaptation is from uh, Inua Ilams, um, and the gist of it is this: loving and longing in 1960s Nigeria, or wary 1967, on the brink of the uh, Biafran civil war, Lulu Nin. Uh, Ninchukowu and Udu are grieving the loss of their father. Months before, two ruthless military coups plunged the country into chaos. Fueled by foreign intervention, the conflict encroaches on the provincial village, on their provincial village, and the sisters long to return to their former home in Lagos. Um, yeah, is is really like using the Bifafran um war to kind of frame the story. That's like really interesting, and um, I I I'd heard that um they were also using extracts from uh. Half of a Yellow Sun, which, um, yeah, like, remembering back, it makes a lot of sense, right? 
Oh, so if you don't know, Half of the Yellow Sun is from Nigerian author Chimanda Ngozi Adachi. Uh, and it was also um, adapted into a film um, ooh, a few years back now, a few years back, which I've got, I haven't got around to watching yet, but the book is really good, very tragic, very tragic. But uh, yeah, very, very good But yes, so they were using extracts from that Which yes, if you've read the book It makes a lot of sense That all fits But you you have um, You know, so the father had moved them To Aweri um, From their former home in Lagos uh, And, you know, the girls They never really wanted to go it's too provincial for them. Not enough happens there. And they kind of feel that their prospects aren't what they would be. You know, they're, they're, they're always kind of looking for more. Looking for what might have been rather than, you know, what's in front of them. But we, we, we have this. So, um... Yeah, as the story starts, uh, the um, yeah the civil war starts, right? So, um, the uh, yeah the split happens, right? So the split happens um, from Edu and Nigeria, and yeah, it, it, it you know we we have the Bahrain civil war, and it's. How everyone handles this All the kind of relationships within So we have the, you know, we have our three sisters And they've got a brother Um, their brother He's engaged to a, a, a lady who they do not like They don't like, she's not, um, edu you know, so there's that And Yeah, it, it, it's just How Everyone As I said, look, everyone's reacting To all of these different things So this This relationship um, The civil war And then, you know Everything that comes from war So, yeah, like Shortages on Food um, like blockades, bombings, and and we see how it all is impacting everyone, and it's really interesting. So it's like it's really interesting because you know it is, and like as it said in the blurb, you know there's. Foreign, you know, is is like it's fueled by foreign intervention, but essentially, if we take that out of it, right, the story actually is, um, how we treat each other, like how we treat each other, our, you know, our perceptions of happiness, right, uh. And that's fascinating. It's always fascinating. Like, um, 
you know, these kind of viewpoints, because there's things that take place that just never needed to really happen, or if people were treated in a certain way, maybe um, there'd be a different outcome at the end, right, and uh, yeah, it's, and it's, it's kind of crazy, because this is, it's three hours, it's slightly over three hours, actually, slightly over three hours, you don't really notice that, which, you know, I think that speaks very highly of all the performances, it was, every performance was so good, you know, it was really impressive, like, really impressive, uh, we've got the, um, yeah, just these great performances, these very impressive performances from the cast, and, um, one thing that is very kind of funny is like the brother's fiance who as the play goes on her um oh how would you say it her, her handle of the english language you you see how that changes and how her posture and everything like that changes which is fascinating I got the language, I didn't get the posture <laughs> My friend had to tell me that Because, yeah, like it, It's The music Is great Like, the way everything Like, every time each Section starts with um, This kind of A lady comes on And she, I think she Dances and she's chanting And all of this So we have this kind of mystical element Of it and tribal Element and then we cut Into like the, the next part Of the story and we have all of This and it's great and everything like that But um, The lighting I found the lighting Very difficult Like and like not to say it's bad because tonally, you know, it 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 works very well with the story and with what's happening story wise, right? So the first part of the play, the first act, it's bright. And this makes sense because it's happy times. We have a birthday celebration. You know, everyone is very jubilant, everyone is kind of looking to the future. And we have all these things happening. And, yeah, there's this positivity. But as the story goes on, the, you know, the lighting gets darker and darker and darker. But, obviously, you need to see what's happening. So you've got the spotlights on the, the actual cast on the stage. But then this just makes it very... Uh, I found it so difficult to kind of focus and see what was going on. But the sounds were very good. You know, like it, it was mesmerizing. You're just cap, incaptivated by the story, you know, um, which is great. But unfortunately, people, it ends on the 19th, right? So, um, 
yeah, today. <laughs> I think today, yeah, today's the last showing, which, uh, yeah, is a shame. Um, it, it'd be interesting to know if they do bring it back in some guys, um, in a, another theatre, maybe. Because it's just, it was a very well put together piece, and everyone was just so enthralled with it, like leaving. Like, you're just hearing everyone just talking about the story and, you know, how they felt about it and all of this. You know, because it's got that tragic ending, you know. But you, you have these things, you know, it's just that kind of human behaviour. This is the whole thing. It's just speaking on that, right? So... All these themes that um, we we see, you know, we see and can plague us today. Like, um, so it said that Chekhov f- was focusing on like the sisters' inability to be happy and their brother's staunch rejection of any promise in his life. And, um, yeah, that definitely rings true, right? You definitely see that because there is a lot of self-destruction here. And it's always, like, you know, when you see that in people around you, how, yeah, they're throwing certain things away, but they, you know, they don't really see what they're doing. And, like, through all the actions that we witness, it's like they're doing these things, but, yeah, they, they it's obvious that they don't realise, right? And that's why it's, like, tragic, but so poignant, you know? And I just think this was such an interesting way to tell the story. So, uh, yeah, I think everyone involved has to be congratulated because it was phenomenal. It was really good. So, uh, yeah, if anyone got to see it, I'm sure you feel the same way. And, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, this will, you know, come out again maybe maybe they'll put it in cinemas you know an event cinema kind of screening or something that'd be interesting but yeah three sisters was great and um national theater like very a very nice setting uh to see something in so yeah don't know uh there's a few other things happening in the theater so Ah, I'm gonna have to try and get myself to one of those, but we'll we'll see what happens. Okay, people, so this week's chin check, we take a look at everything that went down at UFC on ESPN plus twenty-five. Corey Anderson, Vienna Blockovich. The rematch And um Yeah A lot definitely went down Um Two Very Very Controversial Incidents Um You know 
And it, yeah, it's so weird that it was two things exactly the same. Now, one definitely more egregious than the other, which, yeah, and the latter led to some some oddness. Definitely some oddness. But, uh, yeah, that's what happened, people. So, um, yeah, remember to uh, go listen to that after this. All right? Boom. So, this week, I checked out Ragnarok. It's a new Norwegian show on uh, Netflix. Um, it's created by Adam Price, and it's starring David Staxton, Jonas Strand, Gravli, Herman Tomaras, um, Teresa Frostad, Eggersbush, uh, Emma Bones. Henrietta Stenstrup uh, and a whole heap of other people whose names are even more difficult to pronounce. Uh, it's, um, oh, did I just say it's six episodes? Can't remember. I may have said that. Um, but yes, it's, it's a drama fantasy. Um, and the gist of the story is this. In the small fictional town of Edda, coming-of-age people are forced to respond to climate change. Coming-of-age people. Um, that uh, Young people. This is the same. The, the kids, the teenagers. Coming-of-age people. Oh, so clunky. Um, the ice caps are melting at a rate no one had anticipated. People go through long periods of drought. The winters are too warm. More and more frequently, people experience extreme cold bursts. In all ways, extreme weather conditions. The world is changing and some might claim we're heading towards a new Ragnarok. Or is it just industrial pollution caused from factories owned by the local Jutul family, the fifth richest family in Norway? Hmm, who can tell? And what mysteries does this family hold and what other mysteries are um, held by the new family arriving in town hmm all questions that we find out over the course of each episode so um yeah it's six episodes the episodes are about mm, I'd say like 45 minutes long, roughly that, uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's definitely based in Norse mythology, and I do like the fact that each episode is kind of framed with a, um, a piece of, like, Norse literature so it, you know it, they they take a, a name or something and then they break it down yeah so a bit like you know over dictionary kind of listings and blah 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 oh yeah no it's, it's so it's interesting in that regard and like 
the story itself is pretty it's interesting there's there's something there you know like and i guess you know the big attraction you know the, the pull factor here was you know trying to frame it with uh climate change you know like bring that involved have young people kind of activism and all of that so yeah they're definitely trying to um tune in to the current climate <laughs> as you may say but uh yeah so like i think there's there's definitely something here the the story it's an odd one it is an odd one because we we have this interesting stuff but in, in places it's like it's it's not quite sure what it's doing so um our main character magna he has moved into town with his um you know his family right so we have uh his brother um lotus luitz luitz i think it's luitz um yeah so we yeah we have his brother uh and then he's um and yeah with his with his mother um i think it's healed believe it is healed no it's not healed it's turid yes turid that's his mum um so he they've come back to town so they used to live there but um they'd moved away and now they've come back so the like the you know magna and Lloyd's don't really want to be there but the mum's like oh it's gonna be you know uh, a new lease on life it'll be fun yeah and she's got connections in town um and you know connections to the Jules family that we learn over the course of the episodes uh but like we we're, we're told magna has um dyslexia but the odd thing is it's like it doesn't so yeah the way they deal with the dyslexia is, is odd because you know so it's just like oh I, I sometimes it's like oh i can't read but then he, other times he can read but they they're playing him like he's simple which is a bit like that's not dyslexia dyslexia is a, you know just a your brain having issues deciphering certain things so sometimes it's words sometimes it's numbers you know sometimes i think it's color like uh shapes and uh, uh, things like that but it's not that you're slow and you have struggles comprehending things and you know like you might misread a situation that's not dyslexia that's something else you know so it's a it's a bit weird in that respect because yeah so we're, we're having magna um display odd behavior but then getting it passed off for different things and it's just like wait hold on 
so what's the what's his deal? Like, yeah, like what? what I don't understand what, what's the deal. But it, you, know, I, you know, they're playing him more like he's, um, uh, I, I guess slightly autistic, but they're not saying that for some, I don't know, weird reason, um. But yeah, so we we have Magnet and he's kind of a bit aloof from everyone else where his brother, Lloyd, he's, you know, in with the, the hip crowd and, you know, he's like, yeah, everyone likes him and he's trying to, he fits in, you know, so we have these different contrasts and, um, out of nowhere, like, Magna has an interaction with, um, these old, this old couple, and, and from there, things change completely, we're, we're never, you know, we don't really know, like, you can allude to who the old couple are, but it's never outrightly told to us, right, or the reason why they, um, kind of seem to navigate towards Magna, so we don't really understand that, and, um, there's other things in the story that kind of happen, but you're just like, okay, but why, you know, it's like, things don't always make sense with the story, like, um, so, yeah, Magna doesn't really bond well with many people, apart from Isalt, who's a, uh, she's kind of like a, 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 a eco-warrior, that's how they kind of set her character up. She's an eco-warrior and she's fighting against um, the atrocities caused by pollution and everything like that. And no one else, like, everyone else thinks she's crazy and weird and, you know. So they kind of bond. Because they're the outsiders of the pact. So we have that. Uh, and... Something happens with that, which then helps to spur the story on further, right? But you kind of think, like, you you realise that things aren't going to go well for someone straight away, which, again, doesn't make any sense. And you do wonder, why would Magna leave in that situation? Because it's kind of like, I don't think anyone would essentially do it. Because you'd think, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't leave someone here. Because just, yeah, it's a bit dicey. Um, so that's all a bit like, uh, hmm, why, huh? And, and it goes towards the way, I guess, Magna gets played. Because it's like, oh, he can't understand, uh, like, dangers or, you know, things that could 
cause something to happen in certain situations, but then you have him fully cognizant of other stuff, and like, oh, but this means this, and and so it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit weird the way they play him, you know, so that doesn't always make sense, and so it, sometimes it hurts the story, because you understand why all these things are happening, because they're trying to bring the story on to this, and this, and this, and take you to where they want you to go, but, yeah, it just feels a bit disjointed at times, and the pacing of the story in itself is a bit weird, so we've got six episodes, and it takes, uh, I think it's like, towards it, maybe, I can't remember if it's the end of the third, or it might be the fourth episode, before certain big things are revealed, and, like, yeah, it's, so it's taken all that time for them to kind of show this, what, this big things that has been alluded to, um, but only now have they only kind of shown it, so that happens, but then you're still waiting to go, okay, so where are you going from here? And then in the very last episode, this big monumental thing happens, and then we end. And it's just like, wait, but you, what? Doesn't make any, like, you really, yeah, they just haven't really paced it. So, I think six episodes was, technically it would have been enough to tell the story, but you have to kind of tell it in a way that makes sense, right, you have to pace it, you have to, you know, let the story flow, like, in a, in a better way, because we have all these different things that they've tried to tie into it, like, there's a, a new girl arrived, and that's the thing, I think in the fourth episode, maybe the fifth, like, they introduce this new girl, um, and, you know, it's like, um, she's of Asian descent, and there's one other, like, similar looking girl in the class, and the teacher just makes these kind of racial comments, and it's a bit like, huh? But then that's just brushed under the, the carpet for the rest of it. Which is a bit odd. So you're throwing in, like, racism and, you know, racial tension. But then not really doing anything else with it. So it's just like, wait, so what's the point in having that scene? If you're not then doing anything else with it. You know, it's, it's just a weird thing to include to not take anywhere else. But that's a that's a thing. So we also have um I guess I hmm I don't know if it would be classed as paedophilia. Like is because it's they're older, but I I mean it, it's sex with underaged people. So that's kind of thrown in there. But then not really follow, like, it's mentioned once, 
after that, maybe a couple of times, but that's it. And it's just like, what's the point in that scene? You know, so there's these things that get included, but it's just like, but what's the point? Because you don't do anything with it. You know, because, look, it doesn't have to be this huge thing, but the natural progression of those situations, there's, like, more would happen, you know? Like, if something would have happened, um, like, with the whole sex thing, no doubt someone would have taken a video or, or a picture because we smartphone age, right? And especially with kids of a certain age. And so there might have been something on, like, social media or, you know, just more. There's, there should be more ramifications. But it's never that. You have this kind of weird thing with authority. And, like, there's allusions to, oh, everyone's being bought off. But then at the very end, you you have someone going, oh, well, my predecessor would have done, you know, maybe had certain relationships with my predecessor, but I don't do that. But that same character episodes before hasn't really been doing anything and has acted like they could have been bought off. You know, so it, it's just these weird things that that they're doing with the plot and the story that kind of conflict and don't make any sense like you have um Isolde's dad like this weird relationship with Magna and it doesn't make any sense you know like asking him to do things that you'd think well you're in a better place to get that done yourself. Why do you keep why do you keep on passing things on to him? And then in the in the in the flip situations, like it's kind of stabbing Magna in the back. And so it, it like it, yeah, it, it's it, these things don't make any sense. Like Loitis. Magnus Magnus' brother. That whole relationship makes no sense. Because things happen, but there's never any confrontation. And it's just like, look, families have weird dynamics, but there's usually a confrontation of sorts. Now, it may not escalate to a certain level. It may not always go anywhere. But there's something, and there never is. So we have all of these things. It's like there, there is, yeah, it's like the writers have an idea and go, oh, yeah, maybe we should include this. And they throw it in there. And then they're just like, oh, I don't think we have time to explore that. Or, oh, I don't know where else we're going to take this. You know, they, they just have a, a, the kernel of an idea, but then don't know how to execute it anymore. So we have all these things trying to play with each other, but just not really melding at times, which kind of murky up a story that has potential. There's stuff there, but you're just not 
doing enough with it You know, like you, you have um, Yeah, so the kids of the Jutul family um, You have Fleur and um, Oh, yeah, there's a guy and a girl uh, Man, um, Saxa, Saxa, that's it Fjörg and Saxa um, Yeah Like the way they are with their friends It's very odd at times And you think okay so something could happen with that You know like the friends could turn The friends could do certain things But it never happens And so it's just like wait But it would Like you know in a, in a real situation Things would escalate to a certain level Things would go to a certain level But they just never, they never do And it's all, there's a lot of teasing Yeah, I mean that's the best way to kind of put it There's a lot of teasing of, oh, this could go there Or this could go, this could happen And ah, is it, and it just never Never anything you know, So we get like This whole scene with a mirror And a flash And Then that's it you know, Which is odd Because then at the very end You think okay so we're gonna see That now But we never do And it's just like I don't know if it's uh, like budget reasons To so like oh we can't have that happen because yeah, that was it's gonna take up too much um you know special effects budget and we can't but yeah then don't do the thing earlier then because you're you're showing that oh yeah this thing can happen but then it doesn't happen at a time when it's just like well yeah logically that transformation would then happen so why doesn't it happen? Like what? What are you doing? So yeah, it's very, it's very odd. You know, and yes, this old couple. Nothing really comes from them. Like you, you sometimes see Magna talk to them, um, but yeah, nothing else. And you're just like, well, surely more would be said, or he'd be like, look, just tell me. What the deal is And you don't ever really get that It's just a few words You know, a thing is Oh, it was always inside of you And then that's it And it's just like, okay I'll just let that go then And it, yeah, it's very uh, It's very odd Because I, yeah, Norse mythology Is great Love Norse mythology, you know um, Especially like the whole Ragnarok story but we're just with this, you know, you're alluded to a, a potential apocalypse, but that's all we ever get, you know, because, like, yeah, nothing really happens to make you think, oh, it's coming. You know, there's radio, we hear the radio sometimes And it's just like, oh, the water's bad Or, you know, there's a, 
a, a, I think it's a YouTube video and it's showing like a bad fish. But that's it. <laughs> that's it when it really comes to, um, you know, Ragnarok. Yeah, we're told the ice is melting, but yeah. We don't see anything else. So it's all these things that make no sense. But if if dealt with in the right way, it's an intriguing storyline. It's, you know, plots and breadcrumbs that are leading you to this big thing. But the big thing happens. So we're just left with this bitty thing that has potential and has these interesting moments at times but never really fulfills like the story that you're hoping it will be i also think look if your site is good watch it um with subtitles and don't do the english dub because it, it you know it doesn't mirror up that well but I'm not mad with it because, hey, it means that I was able to watch it. So it's better than nothing, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, watch with subtitles if you can. I would say if you're a huge fan of Norse mythology, this, you're probably going to be a little bit disappointed. But if you're fans, if you really enjoyed like Aries, if you really enjoyed like um, Lock and Key, uh, I think even like Stranger Things kind of thing. I think this, you you'll, you can see the potential in this and you will probably, you'll, you know, it, it will be okay for you. You won't hate it necessarily. Like, I'm not saying I hated it. I just found it a bit frustrating, a bit disappointing. Um, yeah, and who knows? Maybe they can course correct with season two if that happens. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, you can definitely see where what they could do. But it was just... Yeah... A bit weird. And the ending, it was just, yeah, the ending just wasn't the best. It was not the best. I like, they were, you know, they did, they, I can see they did it for the like, oh, it's a cliffhanger. Oh, I bet you're wondering what's going to happen next, right? But that's just a bit lazy. Just it, those when things like that happen, it always just plays off as a bit lazy, you know. But um, yeah, if you're into that kind of stuff, you know, if you like those other shows I mentioned, then um, yeah, you know, you'll probably want to give this a try, right? Um, so it's Ragnarok. Uh, it's a, a Norwegian TV fictional drama. It's on Netflix, so available to you whenever you feel like. Okay, so this week I, um, man, I went through my Audible library. There's just certain things that I've picked up and I just haven't got around to, um, you know, reading, listening to. Uh, so I, I hit Steel World. This is 
book one in the Undying Mercenaries series by B.V. Larson. So, the gist is this. In the 20th century Earth sent probes, transmissions and welcoming messages to the stars. Unfortunately, someone noticed. The Galactics arrived with their battle fleet in 2052. Rather than being exterminated under a barrage of hellburners, Earth joined their vast empire, swearing allegiance to our distant alien overlords wasn't the only requirement for survival. We also had to have something of value to trade. Something that neighbouring planets would pay their hard-earned credits to buy. As most of the local worlds were too civilised to have a proper army, the only valuable service Earth could provide came in the form of soldiers. Someone had to do their dirty work for them. They're fighting and dying. I, James McGill, was born in 2099 on the fringe of the galaxy when Hermegene Financial denied my loan applications, I was kicked out of university and I turned to the stars. My first campaign involved the invasion of a mineral rich planet called Cancri 9 better known as Steel World. The attack didn't go well, and now Earth has entered a grim struggle for survival. Humanity's mercenary legions go to war in Steel World. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is, that's it. Now, this explanation is kind of wrong. It was the first mission. It wasn't an invasion. So that's just weird. It was a protection detail. You know, because supposedly uh, a faction was trying to overthrow, you know, the ruling class. So that's what that mission was. Um, yeah, it's always weird when you, you, you know, you get the, um, the blurbs... For a book And it's wrong And you're just like wait what <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this This is so bizarre You know it's like the first lot of Stuff you know about Sending messages to the stars And the galactics answered and blah 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 None of that Is in the book So maybe this I, I don't know B.B. Larson has written a ton Of stuff so maybe this is a follow on from another series where um, all of that happened. I don't know. But in this book, yeah, you just kind of come in with um, James McGill and all of that. Uh, so, um, yeah, the idea, idea is pretty interesting, you know what I mean? So... You know, have these contracts to go and fight wars, protect planets, all of that. But um, you know, as as the series is 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 called the Undying Mercenaries, yeah, these dudes, you know, they can avoid death. Um, so it makes it interesting, you know. 
like how is fighting when you know that technically you're not gonna die you know if if everything goes to plan you're you're still you know you can be copied now we we have seen this kind of done before in other books other series, you know, the, the, the whole replication and duplication and all of that, you know, this is a kind of a staple of sci-fi, but it's interesting to see what other writers can do with the idea, so as I said, look, the, the, the idea is interesting, for me, um, I'd say the... I didn't enjoy the X. Um, yeah, I just didn't enjoy the uh, execution of it all, you know? Because, all right, so we're introduced to McGill, right? And it's just not really endearing, which, you know, it, it that doesn't really matter as such. But, so the thing being... You know what I mean? He he's a layabout. He he's all of this, and then he gets kicked out of university. You know, because his parents have financial issues, right? So we we have this, but he wasn't doing anything to help. You know what I mean? So then later in the book, when it's kind of like, oh, all these other people and they had opportunities, but you know, I got and he'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You weren't doing anything to help yourself, right? So as as far as everything was kind of concerned, you were like them. But you weren't working hard. You weren't struggling. Your parents were. You were sponging, right? So there's that. But then also you, you, you have this thing and I just... Ah, I've said it so many times, so many times, but it really does infuriate me when you, you know, you have, um, like stories and like a certain person is like the most intelligent and, you know, the best dad and blah, 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 all of that. It, It just, you know, it's tiresome. Because, come on, man, like, real world shit. There's not a lot of people that walk in and are, like, amazing at something straight away. Or in a very short space of time. There's not many people that are that person. You know, it can happen. But the way it's often in these books is just like, oh, yeah, well, this, like, it happens over and over again with this person. And you're just like, no, no, that's just bullshit, right? So it just kind of reads untrue, it reads false, which then it just messes with your connection to a story, okay? So we we, we have this... And just a lot of crazy, weird shit happens. Like, you know, just the whole signing up to the Legion. He has an argument with someone. And 
what you would normally do if if you've kind of had a row with someone you think someone's an asshole you're not trying to have them join with you you convince them to go somewhere else so when this bit when this whole sequence happens at the beginning you're just a bit like huh well that's just what that's just stupid then you have the whole thing of um oh he was irritating me so i stood up oh uh, yeah and he didn't realize i was like so much taller than him and it's just like that that's your thing oh someone's scared because the other person is a like a you know a few inches taller really really I don't give a fuck how tall someone is. Jury, if they're an irritating motherfucker, I'm still gonna knock, I'll knock them out if they're tall. I don't care. Like, I don't, I wouldn't back down from someone because, oh, they're taller than me. That's just some stupid ass shit. Like, look at martial arts. Oftentimes you have fights and one fighter is significantly taller than the other. You don't have the shorter fighter being like, actually, I don't want to take this fight. You mean? Like, yeah, that's just, it's just weird. It was just, you know, a stupid, weird thing to put in there. And it's just like something that always went, it keeps on coming through the story, just like, oh yeah, when I, when I stood up to the person, and they saw I was tall, it's just like, no, most people don't think like that, they don't give a shit, you know, so that was just, (sighs) yeah, (laughs) right, then, also, so this whole thing, right, these mercenaries, they can get brought back to life, okay, so what we have is, we're often, you know, there's, there's bits in the book, and it will say, oh yeah, because everyone knows they can get brought back to life, and so, you know, no one really cares about the blah, 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 but then you'll have another passage that will go, Oh, and when, you know, I had a bad grow, and so they talked about, so I was, I was, yeah, I didn't want to die, I didn't want to die, and be like, what, what, what are you saying, you're not dying, no, right, and this was before certain other information came out, so it's just like, it doesn't, there's a lot of shit that doesn't make any sense narrative-wise, because you've just told us one thing, and then you're you're going somewhere else with it all, right? So that's just a bit like, what are you doing? You know, be consistent. Be consistent, or at least offer up a valid reason. Because there's no valid reasons, you know? And then you just have, like, um, everyone suddenly against this person. Yo, for no real reason, you have like, oh, yeah, 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 everyone's, if you like, how, really, why, why, come on, come on, and another, look, and again, I've said this 
a thousand times. But it, it just, you know, you see it a lot. And it's just infuriating. When you have a story and you have these people that have been doing this thing for ages. Then you have someone, no real experience. And they come in and they're like, oh, yeah, I've, I see the problem. I'm solving all of this. And, you know, they, you know, and I tried to tell them oh, what was going on, but no, they didn't want to listen. They didn't understand. They didn't. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Look, now, I'm, I'd say, look, it's fair that you could go, OK, so I, I oh, I noticed this thing and I pointed, I tried to point it out and, um, you know, they, like they were busy. You know, you could have, like, they were busy, or they were just like, look, can you come back to me in a second, and we'll deal with this, or blah, 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 but to be like, yeah, no one else could figure it out, that's just, <sighs> that's just bad writing, it's just bad writing, you know, and, uh, or, or you have a situation where, um, like, the person would point something out. Have it like they point it out and they put and then they show you why that doesn't make any sense. And so part of what you said was correct, the rest of it wasn't. Now that's something that definitely happens. You know? Like I was in a talk one time and um I, like it was a whole talk about cancer and cancer treatments and stuff like that by the end of it i thought i had worked it out i've got the cure for fucking cancer and then my hand was up and i was like yo 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 okay i i've just saw i've just saw something now if we take this and blah 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 blah, blah and the guy's like you know what that hey that 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 all sounds correct and it shows that you were listening now why that won't work is because of this 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 and this but the fact that you could comprehend what you said that's good you're going in the right direction you know so that that's a valid thing so, you know what I mean? You can have a character go, oh, I think I know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yo, that's not quite right. But to have the ca your character be like, you know, fresh out the gate, but knows more than all these other motherfuckers that have been doing it for years, it's, it's just rubbish. It's just bad, you know, it's just really bad, and to do it consistently, that's a thing, like once, you could buy once, but to have them do this shit consistently throughout the book, no, come on, no, Ugh. and then, you, you know, we just, <laughs> look, we just see like, you mean you're just trying to stack everything in, like, this character's favour. You know, have them, oh, like, one of the best hand-to-hand -hand fighters. Like, one of the best this and one of the best that. Then you have, like, oh, and all the women want to get down with him. 
And it's just like, what? And it was just weird because like, so one instance you've been like, um, oh yeah, in the infantry, people just kind of partner up real quick because, you know, it's all about getting that little bit of fun for the night because maybe tomorrow you're not around. Which is firstly, but you're saying people don't die, so that's just odd. But like you, so you're saying people don't really have relationships, they just hook up. But then you've got it that, um, oh, so I'm not hooking up with this one girl now. And, um, oh, yeah, she's real mad. She's real jealous uh, because we're not we're not in a relationship. Wait, wait, you were never in a relationship. You said there weren't relationships. But now you're kind of going, oh, yeah, she's being caddy because we're not in a relationship. It's just like, can't, like, what? You're the just the writing isn't consistent. It's not consistent. It's infuriating, you know. Just really, really infuriating. The story, like it's fine. It's fine. Like, you know, what I mean? it, it's it's not. It's not setting anything on fire. It's nothing we haven't heard before, so, but, it, you know, it's okay, it's fine, as, as a first part, you know, of a series, it's fine, right, it is a bit, it, it you know, the, what makes it just, uh, and, and brings it down, is the fact that you've just got this one person solving everything, this one person saving the day over everyone else, that's the biggest problem with it, story-wise, but the the real issue is just all these inconsistencies and the laziness with the writing, that's the biggest thing, but I would say, right, um, uh, I don't know, if you are a fan of, um, I guess, you know, a lot of the space nation stuff, uh, you know, a, a, a series that probably kind of is very similar to this is, um, uh, it's the Lost Fleet series. Uh, John Geary is the main character in that one. Um, trying to think of... Uh, I think the first book is Dreadnought. Um, oh, gosh. It's uh, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell, yes. He's Lost Fleet series. If you like that... Then uh, you you will like uh, this, you know. Uh, that, yeah, I I I think they definitely um go kind of hand in hand. Um, uh, and actually, the first book is called the Lost Fleet. <laughs> Dauntless. Um, yes, Lost Fleet. Dauntless. So yes, I would say if you if you enjoyed that. You will like, um, you know, Steel World. All right, people. Uh, so, yeah, you know, maybe a little bit harsh, but 
Hey, this is just my thoughts, kid. Just my thoughts, all right? Okay, so just a little bit of news before we bounce. Uh, so, um, Benny and Josh Safadi and Nathan Fieldler are um, all coming together for a new um, Showtime show uh, called The Curse. And um, the story, it seems, um, will explore how an alleged curse disturbs the relationship of a newly married couple who star in Flipanthropy, a troubled show about house flipping on the, he- on the cable network HDTV. Uh, so it says Felder will play the husband and Safadi, um, that's Benny Safadi, will play the producer of the series. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, supposedly the brothers aren't going to be directing, but they will be executive producing. The show um, And it's a half hour Comedy Series um, Yeah, I don't know We'll see how that is uh, Also uh, The Man of Bronze Is coming to TV Yeah, that's right 1930s pop Fiction Icon Doc Savage is uh, getting a TV show from Sony TV original film and Condnast Entertainment. Yeah. Um, so the story will follow um, Doc Savage's adventures, which include rampaging dinosaurs, secret societies, dastardly villains, fantastic gadgets and weapons, death-dealing traps, hair-raising escapes, and plots to rule the earth. Uh, I mean, it could be interesting. Like they, you know, there's been a load of comics about this guy, um, and in the past there was, um, you know, attempts to make a film of it. And The Rock had even signed on to um, do one a few years back. So yeah, we'll, we'll see if this, uh, you know, makes it because. Um, <laughs> the previous attempts didn't, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's the end of another episode. I don't know. Been a bit flat this week, but mm, shit happens, right? But we will be back next week. So uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time, people. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Peace.